You're listening to Voice Acting Mastery, episode number eight. Welcome to the Voice Acting Mastery podcast with Crispin Freeman. VoiceActingMastery.com is your place to learn both the skills and the mindset you need to become a professional voice actor, even if you're just getting started. In each episode of this podcast, you'll discover valuable tips, tricks, and insider information to help you portray characters in animation, video games, and beyond. And now here's your host, voice actor Crispin Freeman. Hi there, my name is Crispin Freeman, and I'll be your guide through the world of voice acting. If you'd like to know more about me, feel free to check out my personal website at www.crispinfreeman.com. In this episode of Voice Acting Mastery, you'll get to hear part three of my interview with Wes Davis. You can find out more about Wes on his website at www.gimmeamike.com. That's G-I-M-M-E-A-M-I-C dot com. At the end of our conversation, Wes revealed to me his specific techniques for building up his confidence. He also told me the way he approaches accomplishing his lofty goals in the world of voice acting. Just to remind you, Wes and I recorded this interview outside at a cafe in Santa Monica, so please excuse any background noises you may hear. Now, here's the final part of my interview with Wes Davis. And now, the feature segment. You, you clearly had the interest, yeah. and you had the commitment, which mm-hmm. is really important, and it's really wonderful that you're willing to share with us your frustrations early on and the fact that you didn't let that get you down. Mm-hmm. But now it seems like you have a certain level of confidence. Where did that confidence come from? Well, part of it, it's always, always been my personality. I've always been a little cocky, probably, <laughs> probably overly so, but I've always attributed to that's what, you know, that, that helps you so much. Um, yeah. I try not to be an ass about it, but... <laughs> but I, you know, it, it really does, it helps you to be confident. And I've gone into the booth nervous and scared and not done well. And I've gone into the booth confident and told myself, I'm going to do really good. I am going to rock what I'm going to do right now. And it is so much better. And it's just, I came to the realization, it's like, I have to do that every time I go in. Nice. So the, it's almost like there's a certain internal dialogue that you're having with yourself oh, before you even go in. Yeah. Is there any kind of warm-up that you do, either physically or mentally, before you go in? No, but because of my L.A. jobs, usually a long commute, I get to sit and talk to myself quite a long while in the car. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. When I was an actor in New York, you would have to get on the subway, and you were always in a public environment, so you Mm -hmm. couldn't warm up without looking like a weirdo. Yeah. (laughs) But somehow in Los Angeles, because it usually takes me, I mean, when you live in Los Angeles, it doesn't matter where you live in Los Angeles, it always takes you 45 minutes to get somewhere. So in those 45 minutes when I'm driving to whatever gig or whatever, I spend the time in the car warming up my voice and getting everything ready so that when I walk out the car for the audition for the gig, I'm ready to go. I feel like really warmed up and ready to go in ways that I never felt warmed up when I was in New York Mm -hmm. because I couldn't do it on the subway. I was too embarrassed. (laughs) I couldn't bring myself to vocalize on the subway. Interesting. So, yeah, you've got basically three hours, two or three hours to psych yourself up Mm -hmm. before you go in for the project. If you know what it is, I mean, sometimes you go and you don't even know what you're going to do, but if you know what it is, like a, a job, I just did another thing for NBC Universal. It hasn't been announced yet. But I knew the voice, so I would, I would practice the voice a little bit. Not mm-hmm. do it too much. I didn't want to wear myself out from it. But it gives me time to, to work on it, remember what I did before, what did they like. Mm-hmm. Very cool. Well, yeah. you seem to be finding your ritual. Mm-hmm. Teachers will always say, well, this is how you warm up your voice or this is how you do something. But it seems to me that people have to find their own 
ritual for mm-hmm. what helps them warm things up. Has that been your experience, or have you taken sort of other people's warm-ups or things sort of wholesale? I, I've done, I mean, I've done, um, I know one of Susan Blue's big thing is tongue twisters. Mm-hmm. I've done that before, and it's, it's not something that stuck with me. I understand the logic behind it. I took a couple theater classes in high school, so we also did the same kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't something that resonated with me all the way. Gotcha. But this, it's, it's something I already did before. I already talked to myself in my car. <laughs> so it's perfectly normal. So it's perfectly normal with me. <laughs> no one else is there. It's fine. <laughs> Very cool. So what are your plans for the future? Well, I, uh, I know you just attended Comic-Con and did a panel. That's one of my, my goals right now is to be at Comic-Con at a panel talking about a character I've wow. done. Nice. Uh, I think I set that one out for myself about a half a year ago. Set myself up a big goal and then try to figure out how I'm going to get there. Cool. Very so, yeah. cool. So how, once you've set out these goals, and it's very interesting that you've set out very clear goals for yourself, mm-hmm. I'm sure there are times when you get those goals and times when you don't get those goals. Yes. So what do you do to get those goals? I try to break it down in as manageable steps as possible. Okay. Figure out. I mean, this idea about Comic-Con is, is kind of lofty. So I'd first have to get a, get a show, get a lead character or a character big enough in a show to be invited to go up there. Mm-hmm. So figuring out how to get that is the first part. But just another thing is just uh, is, as little as finding an agent. It would be, well, find out find out the agents nearby or that you feel comfortable that look like places that you would fit into their demographic. Mm-hmm. Do the research. Look who, like, make sure there's not. If, there's, if they have 10 people who sound exactly like you, you're probably not going to get picked up by that agent because they have 10 people who sound exactly like you. Yeah, no matter how good an actor exactly. you are, they've already got somebody. And so find, find one that, that doesn't have your exact voice. Yeah. You know? So it's finding those little steps. So if you want to be, get an agent. Find, find an agency that would fit your voice, what you're looking for. If you want to do animation, don't you know, look for a little rinky-dink agency in the middle of nowhere. Find a big one in L.A. or uh, New York. Figure out which one would best suit you, which one doesn't have someone exactly like you. Make sure you have an awesome demo to send out to them, and then start sending it out. That's fantastic. So you're basically breaking down all these little doable steps yeah. to get to your goal. And I assume there have been goals like that that have totally worked for you. Yeah. Is that how you got your current agent? For my current agent, uh, one of the things that Voice Tracks does up in San Francisco is they, have, they bring agents in from different agencies to get exposure. I had uh, worked with some different people from DPN before in the past few years. And then they have a little competition where you go and you show off in front of the agents and they were impressed enough with my animation stuff that I got hip pocketed with them nice yeah very cool so preparation that opportunity yeah and you're hip pocketed with DPN yep now when there are times however when you've had goals and they haven't come true yet yeah even though you've done the best of your ability to try to approach them what do you say to yourself to keep yourself from getting discouraged I just Try to see if see if there's uh, was there something I could have been doing that I wasn't doing. Mm-hmm. Try to approach it as realistically as possible. Say, well, you know, I, I like if we're looking at the agent thing again. I, I wasn't sending it out to as many agents as I could have. Mm-hmm. My demo wasn't quite as good as it probably should have been. Mm-hmm. You you have to be realistic with yourself if you're going to do this. You can't live in a fantasy land. You have this like the one thing I say. This is a business. So there's a certain level of self-honesty yeah. 
that you require, both, I would think, as, uh, in my experience, both as a business person as an, as an artist. Mm-hmm. There are times when I meet people who are very good artists, but they might have a blind spot in their artistry, something they just haven't worked on or they don't want to think about. And it's interesting because it just means that they won't grow. Mm-hmm. Whereas if they could just stop and say, you know, this thing, I don't do this thing so well. But I could work on it and I could get better. And then suddenly everything can happen. But when mm-hmm. they don't want to think about it, then it was very hard. I know from my perspective as a teacher, it becomes very hard to help them yeah. grow if they don't want to look at things that are painful. Or Yeah. I uh, Personally, the charactery, cartoony stuff is what I really like doing. It's mm-hmm. what I'm comfortable with. I'm not as comfortable with the serious uh, video game stuff or stuff you'd see in the animes and stuff. Mm-hmm. But that's what's popular right now, especially in video games. Mm. So I, I told myself, well, you know, I need, to, I need to get better at this. You know, there's not as big of... It doesn't seem right now that there's as big of a market in the character cartoony stuff as there is in the serious stuff. So I had to work on it, and I wasn't comfortable with it. Mm. And I kept doing it. And a little while ago, I got cast in a serious little video game role. It's supposed to be coming out in, uh, I think, August 2nd. Nice. Very soon. Yep. Very soon. So you you have to do it. I had to accept I'm not very good at this, and I need to get better. Very cool. Excellent. So your goal, be at Comic-Con, promoting a show, and working on stuff. That's fantastic. I think that's wonderful. Is there any message you would want to give to anyone out there who's a young, aspiring voice actor like yourself? If you are doing this, keep doing it. If this is what you want to do, but don't expect it to happen overnight and uh, be in it for the long haul. And it's, you know, there's, there's going to be people who are going to get this kind of stuff right away, and you may or may not be that person. So keep going if you want to do it. So have you watched friends of yours, people you've gone to, to classes with, have you watched them get sort of discouraged and drop out? Yeah. Of my... The people who are in the... Palm Springs voice tracks with me. I only know of, I think, three or four who are still doing this. Mm-hmm. There's quite a few, I would think at least 100 or so students in there. And wow. none of them keep going with it. Why do you think they stopped? I mean, that's a very conjectury, but... Well, yeah, it's, well, you know, it's the, it was no longer easy. The classes were no longer in Palm Springs. You had to go to L.A., you had to go up to San Francisco if you wanted to take those kind of things. And I think a lot of people just weren't willing to make that commitment anymore. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I completely understand that. Yeah. Thank you so much, Wes, for being a guest on the podcast. Your insights are fantastic. I could tell your level of commitment from the moment you walked in my classes in Los Angeles, and it shows, and I wish you nothing but the best. And I'm sure that everyone in the audience will greatly appreciate hearing about your experiences because that's what we do. We like to hear about other people's stories so that we can sort of encourage ourselves and realize that other people can do it too, so so can I. Yeah, I was yeah, I was honored for you to ask me to do this. One of my favorite things in classes was listening to successful actors tell me how they got here. So to be able to pass my story on is a great honor to me. Awesome. Wonderful. Well, thanks so much, Wes. Thanks Thank for you. being here. I hope you've enjoyed this three-part series. I certainly benefited from hearing Wes's story. Listening to him helped me understand the challenges facing voice actors who are approaching the industry now. Certain things remain the same. Professionalism, talent, and a positive mindset are still vital components to a successful career. However, many things have changed since I started voice acting. Inexpensive professional home recording technology, voiceover casting websites, and online voice acting communities did not exist when I started out.
Every time technology advances, the industry evolves. Voice actors now have to be able to produce professional quality recordings at home in order to stay competitive. The expectations of directors and producers change, and it's important to be aware of those changes in order to stay relevant in voiceover. So, a big thank you to Wes for sharing with us his knowledge, his experience, and his candor. In the next episode, I want to address an issue that's come up a lot recently, especially in the comments on the Voice Acting Mastery website. It's the question that Wes addressed at the beginning of this episode What can I do to be more confident? It's an incredibly important topic. And I look forward to giving you my take on it. In the meantime, take care and best of luck in all your voice acting endeavors. See you next time. You've been listening to the Voice Acting Mastery Podcast with Crispin Freeman. To get your free report revealing the five most common mistakes to avoid in voice acting, point your web browser to www.freevoiceactinggift.com. Thanks for listening. <laughs>